we like to welcome you to our dedicated study entitled Strong Delusion, Wickedness Increasing, Alien UFO Disclosure Agenda, Evil Giants Waking. And uh, this is probably, <clears throat> uh, as far as a dedicated study goes, uh, probably, maybe, I mean, we'll see when I'm all said and done, but possibly the largest study I've ever done. Um, <clears throat> this is information that some of it I've covered in previous teachings. Um, I've done a ton of teachings, really uh, more so dedicated teachings in times past upon these subjects. I have covered these in recent times as well, but usually as part of a current event and weekly Bible study. Um, I haven't been able to do a lot of dedicated teachings lately with all the breaking current events, but this is information I've been compiling for a long, long time. Um, basically, what I'm going to be doing today is doing as much as I can, and then I'm not actually, I don't have all the material edited. Then I'm going to re-edit more material, and then I'm, I'm going to add this on. So I'm going to release this study all in one fell swoop, whether it be ended up being nine parts or 15 parts. I don't know. Um, but I really felt like with this study, and you look at the body of, of my work regarding going all the way back to 2006, regarding the subject, we've covered a lot of different aspects of this. We've also, I also um, have reposted a lot of my previous teachings, which go into specific subjects in depth, because obviously I can't recover the same material um, over and over, or this would probably be 30 or 40 parts. So, a lot of the information I'm getting into in this particular study, um, some of it is, is information that I felt like that I would probably do a study on before the ministry ended. Um, <clears throat> due to the heavy dutiness of it and due to the radical information that we're going to be getting into from a informational standpoint it's probably the most heavy-duty material I've ever got into um, I think that's why I've waited so long to do it <clears throat> and um, what we're going to be talking about today doesn't mean I'm in agreement with everything that's going to be said. And I'm doing this primarily so that, and this is what we're going to be getting into a little bit into the study, not so much the stuff we're covering up front, but some of the material we're going to be covering, I'm not saying I'm in agreement with, but I do believe it's part of the strong delusion that God said he was going to send in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. And um, <clears throat> I'm covering it because I don't want you to hear it from them, quote, them first. Let's say in a disclosure scenario, an alien, whatever, disclosure scenario. I don't want you to get your first narrative from, quote, them from Satan's minions, the mass-controlled media, or whatever 
way this information is going to end up coming forth. I want you to be prepared ahead of time so that you've already heard a lot of the lies they're going to throw you up front so this isn't such a shock. And that's my primary motivation. Not because I'm trying to convince you of this information, but I'm telling you I do believe this is coming. And again, it's going to take me all the parts of this study to kind of get through all of this for you to understand in totality what I'm trying to convey here in the introduction. So, um, without further ado, let's go ahead and get into um, just the first part of the study where we're just going to be looking at a lot of the wickedness increasing in the world and some of just the overt stuff that is going on and, and that is going on behind the scenes. The first report is from a former Satanist who says he's now he says he's now a Christian. He said, I perform satanic rituals inside abortion clinics. Former Satanist wizard Zachary King converted to Christianity in 2008. Here's a picture of him in the PDF. And um, again, I'll probably have the, the PDF that will end up going with the study. I, I don't know how many pages it'll end up being. Probably a good... Mm, probably in the 40 range. We're going to be playing a lot of audio clips as well along the way from mostly from videos that you'll hear the audio you can some of them you can view the video <clears throat> and uh, so you can have that to reference as well so in an interview with the Lepanto Institute former Satanist Zachary King shared about his 26 years in the occult and his involvement in ritual abortions as Life News previously reported, many Satanists believe abortion is sacred and some participate in the procedures themselves. In fact, King explained that participating in abortions is particularly important for Satanists because it's considered the best way to give an offering to Satan. So you have to understand, this is what these people are all about. The, the um, <clears throat> protests that they just have had up in Detroit where the Satanists would turn up in support of the abortion clinics. They were openly stating it in the streets that this is part of our, our religious rights. That <clears throat> um, we need to have this for the practicing of our religion. We need to have the killing of innocent little babies. And that's why you don't need to shut down this these Planned Parenthoods because it's important to us religiously that we're able to participate in child sacrifice. Just like it was, you know, you look in Old Testament times where, you know, they sacrificed their children to Moloch and Chemosh and, and these types of things. It's the same thing for them. And <clears throat> this is their primary motive. It's not about women having a choice to murder their baby. That's not really a Satanist main... They like that, sure, but that's not their primary motivation. Their primary motivation is from a Satanic... Luciferian religious right that they need to have, that they need to be able to vampirize the wickedness, the evil. They need to vampirize off that wicked evil energy that is taking place at these abortion clinics around the country. 
And that's why it's so important to him. He explained in Satanism, killing someone or the death of someone is the most effective uh, way of getting your spell accomplished. Absolutely. It's all about witchcraft. <clears throat> Which is going to be the coming, essentially the coming uh, backbone of the one world religion. I've talked about that a lot in previous studies. Witchcraft will be the essence of the coming one world religion. It, yes, it will be an amalgamation of all this lukewarm pseudo-amalgamation of all of the different religions in the world combined into one. But the, the power upon which it draws will be through witchcraft. And the Bible talks about the Antichrist when he rises, he will cause craft you know, to prosper. And um, craft, meaning witchcraft, basically an abbreviation for it. <clears throat> so this is very important um, to usher in the coming one world, uh, new world order, and the coming one world religion under Antichrist and false prophet. To have these millions of abortions taking place is 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 literally cursing the land it's their their blood cries out from the land it's defiling the land it's increasing the power of witches it's it's giving devils and demons more satanic right to actually occupy the land and to bring further curses on it which further propagates more evil from people then you have CERN trying to open up these portals and doorways and things of this nature, which also is trying to increase that as well. So it's all about defiling the land, defiling God's creation, causing other people to sin, and bringing curses on humanity, and darkening their minds so that less and less people, percentage-wise, will have the opportunity to be saved. That's what it's really all about. It's all about, in the, in the end game for Satan, the end game of all of this is to see how many people, how many souls, he can take to the lake of fire with him. Because ultimately, that's where they would end up, the lake of fire, hell and then the lake of fire. I do believe Satan knows he's a defeated foe. I do believe he's been shown the end. Because God stands outside of time. That's how he can know the beginning from the end. It's like a capsule that he looks into. And Satan has had access to the throne of God. And even, even in Job, the Bible talks about Satan getting kicked out of heaven in the end times. And that, you know, woe unto the inhabitants of the earth for his basically his full fury will be upon them. So Satan knows where, where he's going to end up. He can self-delude himself into thinking that, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to change that outcome because, well, isn't that what he did when he, he fell? He said, I will be as the most high. I will ascend unto the sides of the north. Basically, he's going to usurp God off the throne. He's been delusional ever since he fell, and he's no less delusional now. Even though he knows where he's going to end up. And even if he knew that, and even if he knows deep down that, that I'm defeated, he still wants to try to take as many people into the lake of fire as possible. 
because we're created in God's image and that gives him a warm, fuzzy feeling, evidently, to know that he's going to have a lot of people uh, to share the lake of fire with him. That's my personal opinion on on what really, when, when, when everything's said and done, it's a thousand years from now or, or, or 2,000, whatever, that's what's really going to be where the rubber meets the road. Who's in the lake of fire and who's in heaven? And all of this garbage that I have to report on on a weekly basis being a watchman is all about different gradients of that on, on, on Satan's agenda and how he's going to accomplish that, how he's going to defile the land, how he's going to darken the mind of man, how he's going to get us to bring curses on ourselves. And abortion clinics are, are that all over. They're just temples to, to Lilith, Moloch, Chemosh, to whatever various god they're worshipping of child sacrifice, defiling the land, bringing curses on the land, giving witches and warlocks and evil entities more power through the death of innocent babies. It's what it's about for them. In Satanism, killing something or the death of something is the most effective way of getting your spell accomplished. As far as trying to get Satan's approval to give you something that you want, killing something is the best way to go. Killing something is the ultimate offering to Satan. And if you can kill an unborn baby, that is the ultimate goal. That's what this Satanist, this former Satanist has said. This isn't anything new that I haven't heard. I mean, but here's a guy that's been there, done it, and telling you why he did it. King said that he joined a satanic coven when he was 14 years old and participated in his first abortion three months before his 15th birthday. He explained, just after I turned 14, the COVID members came to me and said that I was going to be involved in an abortion in about nine months. Um, this is a little bit graphic, so if there's children, you might want to, you know, kind of get them, pause it here and get them, I don't know, to another room. <clears throat> okay. There was a sex party with all the male members between 12 and 15 and a female member over 18. And her purpose was to get pregnant. And then she was going to have an abortion in nine months. That's why they said you're going to participate in abortion in nine months. They're going to let the baby be brought to term and then they're going to abort it. This is the same thing that Ishtar, Easter, is, is based on, the fertility goddess, where they would get um, the, um, the, these, these temple satanic priests of Ishtar would, would impregnate um, a, a woman three months after Easter happened, and then literally um, would... On, on Ishtar, they would bring the baby, they would, they would cause the baby to be born, um, which basically it's a term at nine months, because they, they did this three months after Ishtar, and they would sacrifice the baby to Ishtar, the fertility goddess. Okay? And this is what we base the holiday of Easter on. So that's how they, that's how they did it. That, so this is no different than that. A little different variation. He describes um, 
that he said the abortion took place in a farmhouse, and King said it was surprisingly cleaner than many of the actual abortion facilities he visited later. That shows you how disgusting these places are. He described the experience like this. There was a woman in stirrups about to have a baby who was surrounded by 13 members of our coven, because that's what a coven is, 13 witches or warlocks and warlocks, uh, which were all high priests and priestesses. I was inside the circle, and the woman... Um, and the woman, I was inside the circle with the woman in the abortion doctor, the woman that was getting ready to abort her baby. All the adult members of my coven were there. There were several women kneeling on the floor, swaying back and forth, chanting, quote, our body and ourselves. See, that's what Satanism and, and, and evil really all boils down to. Self. All sin, pretty much all sin, is based on self-centeredness. Most, most sin. Now, some sin you can be duped into and you didn't even know you were committing it, but still, you're destroyed for lack of knowledge there. But most sin is based on S-E-L-F. And what are they chanting? You know, our body and our self. That's what they're chanting inside this. I'm, I'm assuming it's, it, they said it's a circle. It's probably a pentagram. Um... And they kept saying, our body and ourselves, over and over. Off to the side were several male members of our coven, all were chanting and praying. See, they take their religion very, very seriously. Satan demands that they take their religion very, very seriously, especially at these high levels. Um, they'll, they'll literally get killed if they don't. Um, <clears throat> apparently, King didn't have to perform the actual abortion. He just had to insert the scalpel and get blood on his hands. The former Satanist did admit that particularly that particular abortion was the worst he that particular abortion was the worst he'd ever seen. He said the doctor reached in, ripped the baby out, and threw it on the floor where these women were swaying. The women looked like they were possessed. Well, they were. And when the doctor threw the baby out to them, they cannibalized the baby. So these chanting women, swaying, saying, "Our body, our whatever." our body and ourselves when they saw the baby that had just been aborted and thrown on the ground they can't they ate it alive see that's how important abortion is to satanists child sacrifice you go all the way back to the old testament they were doing the same thing they had Moloch there They'd stoke up his hands, right underneath his hands, with a big hot fire, and, and literally put their baby as a, usually as an offering for, for more financial blessing. Or maybe their land would be fertile, or maybe the wife would be fertile. I don't know what their, their deal was. I, I mean, you, you've got to be so demon-possessed to the toenails to even let that thought enter into your head where you would even entertain that thought and they would put the poor little innocent baby on the white hot hands of Moloch and the hands were angled down so that the baby would roll. It had a hole in his stomach and the baby would roll into the, the hole where it was like a furnace in there and be burned alive. Can you imagine how evil and darkened and satanically possessed? But it happens over and over and over again to generations you look in the bible it happened to the jews over and over again
they bake cakes to the queen of heaven and they, and they sacrifice their own children and they think they're doing God's service. Happened over and over again. I, you know, I, I don't understand it. it. It doesn't compute at all, but this is what they do. Unbelievably, King went on to participate in 141 ritual abortions. He said that prior to being a high wizard, he only did five, but after that, he did significantly more. In the interview, King also said that high-profile abortion facilities drew members of the occult because of the opportunity to perform ritual abortions. See, they would go into the clinics to do these. Because like I've said before, most of the time, the people that own these things, well, they're all evil. I don't care who. But much of the time, and I would venture to say most of the time, they are they're um, involved in high-level occult, and that's why they have the abortion clinic as a cover to do these, these child sacrifices. Not only are they making tons of money, not only are they vampirizing off all of whatever power they think they're acquiring from these innocent babies, but they're going in there after hours and doing these ritual abortions flat out where they are dedicating them flat out at the time of the abortion to Satan with satanic high priests and covens in the abortion clinics. I mean, this is why these places have to be shut down. Um, the person interviewing says, how did you get invited to do satanic abortions at these high-profile abortion facilities? Did someone call call you? Um, someone call you? How, how did that come about? Uh, the the Satanist, the former Satanist King said, as the high wizard, you're the go-to guy in the Satanic Coven. So most people either call someone that they know in the Coven, or they'll call because we did a lot of work with the Illuminati as well. So they call them. So see, the Illuminati is involved and in, obviously involved in all of this. This is all obviously people. Um, this is all obviously people that have to be in the know of these kinds of things. Sorry, this is very poorly written. Um, but you get invited to participate. The World Church of Satan isn't the only organization that does satanic sacrifices in these facilities. There are other witchcraft organizations, such as Wiccans, who are really involved in committing abortions inside these high pro. Oh, I thought they were the good white witches that only did good. Oh, no, no, they, they're... They participate in many abortions because they only do good. They're white witches. All witchcraft is wickedness and evil. So they're, they're really involved, Wiccans, in committing abortions inside these high-profile facilities. You sometimes get invited to do the ritual abortion by the director of the facility or some high-up administrator. Or sometimes the doctor is a Satanist and they'll invite you to come in and participate in an abortion or they want to do a ceremony at the end of the day. So I, it's almost like, you know, you would think of a, um, it puts me in mind of this. Let's say you have a uh, convention center and you want to rent out space to given vendors 
Okay. Well, it reminds me, it, it kind of puts you in mind of of different witchcraft organizations. You got your Wiccans, you, you got the uh, First Church of Satan, you've got the World Church of Satan, you've got different factions of pagans and occultists and whatever. Probably different um, uh, pseudo Christian organizations. I bet the the ones at the at, at the top of the five hundred one c three pyramid. I bet you a lot of them are doing this too behind closed doors. And um, you've got them, and they basically, hey, you know, you got any spots open for such and such a date? I need to rent out. We we need to we need to get some um, abortions going here and uh, sacrifice a little helpless innocent baby. And uh, I, I need to rent out your facility for. Um, and who knows? Maybe they'll have, you know, on a given night when when you're dealing with something like Halloween, Samhain, you know, the the. Uh, High Night of Human Sacrifice, or maybe Beltane, May 1st, or maybe a Solstice. You might have several organizations, maybe in a given clinic, in different rooms, because there's different rooms with their own high priest, or priestess performing abortions. You know, maybe they can, they, they rent it out that way, I don't know. You sometimes get invited to do the ritual abortion by the director of the facility or some high-up administrator. Or sometimes the doctor is a Satanist and they'll invite you to come in and participate in an abortion. Or they will want you to do a ceremony at the end of the day. See, this is what really needs to be put out really in people's face about abortions. This type of material, the most hardcore of the hardcore. I think. Now, at the end of the day, every day, satanic groups do like a black mass service, usually around midnight, and it will be ex an extended service that will last about two or three hours where they will dedicate all the babies that were killed that day to Satan. Can you imagine this going on all over the planet? It doesn't matter why the woman going for the abortion, all the babies get dedicated to Satan for the day. So that's what's happening. Question, what would happen when doing these ritual abortions? What general events would take place during these rituals? The Satanist, former Satanist king says, there, there are kids that come to these events. Oh good, I'm glad they've got the kids involved. But they're generally not in the room when the abortion is taking place. They're in a separate room, and they have contests to see which one of the kids can stay up till around 3 a.m. And the kid that can stay up that late gets a reward. I'm not sure exactly what that's all about. The men who are not part of the top 13 for the coven are doing spells and chanting while the abortion is going on. They are also casting spells to protect them against anyone who might be praying against them which is all the more reason to pray against this wickedness. Who? Like a Christian praying against them. Also, whoever we have in our pocket for protection. So we've paid off sheriffs, deputies, or cops, or something like that. So then there's no one investigating us at the time. Because there's always cops and law enforcement on the payroll regarding these abortion clinics. Always. 
The woman, there are women chanting and swaying, the 13 members are surrounding the women about to have the abortion. They are the ones conducting the actual magic spell. In one instance, the one asking for the spell was the mayor of the town. He came to us because he wanted to pass some ordinance for the town. And he had tried it two or three times and it had never went through. Obviously, it was a really wicked, evil ordinance, this mayor. He, and, and remember, people that are in high offices, you just, so much of the time, I don't care what kind of veneer they're putting on, in today's day and age, don't assume that they're who they say they are. Because they may be the most wicked, vile creature you could even possibly imagine behind closed doors. So he had, he had been a member of the Coven for quite some time, the mayor. He had tried every legal avenue to get this through. And it never worked. So he got somebody to agree to have an abortion and for it to happen at our satanic coven and during a night where we could do the abortion and do the spell at the same time. That way it would have more power. Generally, in a small town coven, which is what that was, everyone would show up at the event. In a bigger place, like when I was a member of the World Church of Satan, you would get the high wizard, the people who want their spells to take place, would be there. There would be the abortion doctor and the nurse. Many times at high-profile abortion facilities, there's a whole lot of them. Because a lot of the people that work at those places are witches or Satanists. Yeah, exactly. So you'll get a lot of people that are willing to participate at the satanic event. And let me tell you something. And I'm going to tell you what just happened, happened to me. I didn't really mention this at the time. But um, don't ever come into agreement with anybody at these facilities or, or, or whenever you're dealing with a witch or just a flat-out evil person, particularly if they may be involved in the occult. When I was at that Planned Parenthood rally not too long ago, I got into it with that lady. Literally, there was like three ladies there, and there was, there was, we were on, we had walked over to where they were at. We had walked over to where the abortion people were kind of at. Um, my listener and, and friend Greg. And so we went over there, and he was engaging this lady, and, and I got involved. I just couldn't keep my mouth shut. And, you know, and I said, she said she was, Jewish, and she went by the Old Testament, and that God had told her that abortions were all right. And I told her basically, I'm like, if if the God who you say you worshipped told you that, it's not the God of the Bible. Yes, it is. He told me no, no, ma'am. The Bible says, He said to the prophet Jeremiah, before I formed thee in the womb and ordained thee a prophet unto the nations, I knew thee. Before I formed thee in the womb. and ordain thee a prophet in the nations. I knew thee. I said, how do you get around that verse? It's Old Testament. There's no way you can get around it. And I was rather animated. I wasn't threatening. I wasn't like cussing or anything like that. I just was passionate. And um, you could tell she was really super flustered and, and just, she, there's no way she was going to win the argument. And especially if you're going to invoke the Bible. I mean, it really makes my job super mega easy. You know, okay, now we're, we're, we're actually, you're going to actually go to that 
playing ground, you really want to engage on that playing ground, the Bible, that condemns child sacrifice. And there's all of these Old Testament verses about how God knows us from the womb and before the womb and all of these things, and you're going to actually say. So she was just totally like flabbergasted. And, I, I, and part of me felt bad for her at the time because it was like oh well, i've really rattled her cage and in in and i don't i'm not i don't like being mean to people and I, but i was telling her the truth but then again what they're doing in the abortion clinics a whole lot meaner you know what i mean so i felt part of me felt bad and then she went over there and she said something that was actually true and and she was just so flushed her friends were there like oh no we, we were having a civil dialogue till you came along and all this stuff, and, and I'm like, I'm just quoting scripture, and she's, then she said something about the Old Testament again, and I said, I agree with you, that's true, because what she said was true about the Old Testament, but then I also said, then, you know, I kind of forget exactly what I said, but I shouldn't have agreed with her about anything. Don't ever come into agreement with a witch, or a warlock, or somebody evil. I don't even care if they say it's a beautiful day out. I've been told this before, and I and I slipped up, and I agreed with her. And that after that morning, when I woke up, it looked like somebody had taken acid and splashed it all over my, the back of my left calf. It's still, this has been like two weeks now. It's still healing, and it was like blisters that would not go away for like a good over a week and it looked like somebody just and i wasn't it wasn't like i was walking through poison ivy i was wearing long pants i hadn't went anywhere there was no reason for me to have this happen i had this weird thing around the corners of my mouth too where it was almost like it was burned a little bit and i'm like i got up the next morning i looked and i'm like oh i shouldn't i knew i shouldn't have uh you know but i'm by nature a nice person i don't like confronting but when you get into those situations you can't be that way you you can't be just, i don't mean you can't be nice but don't get in agreement with them because it was like a fiery dart of the wicked one got through as soon as i came into agreement with her and there is no possible reason for me to have this none and it just it it, it was a lesson i learned again of course i don't think i've ever had that happen to that not not something physical like that it's not like i couldn't go out or it crippled me or anything like that it was just you know it was just really bizarre and really like whoa what is this blisters that just are on the back of my looked like acid with throwing me i had blisters and they wouldn't go away it's it's pretty much healed now but you can definitely see and so I, I say that to say this, don't make the same mistake I did. And like I said, I'm not perfect. I don't think I missed or whatever. But even doing something simple like that, that you wouldn't even think anything about, can bring all kind of garbage on you, you know. So anyway, um, uh, let's go further here. Okay, so many times, okay, so in a bigger place, like I was a member of the World Church of Satan, you get, 
you would get the high wizard, the people who want their spells to take place would be there. There would be abortion doctor and the nurse. Many times at high-profile abortion facilities, there are a whole lot of them because a lot of the people that work at those places are witches or Satanists. So you get a lot of the people there willing to participate in the satanic event. Now, I will say this, though, about what I just said. Those witches that were there probably went home that night and did some kind of big curse against me and, and or, I don't know, I didn't hear anything back from uh, Greg or my other listener, Daniel. But um, what they were trying to do is kill me, I'm sure. So this is this is all that got through. It's not like, you know, they're, they're whatever. It was a reminder, though. God let stuff happen. So he reminds you about stuff, about what not to do when you get in those situations for future reference. <laughs> okay? So I'm telling you right now, you know, they're the enemy, and, and I pray to God their souls be saved. I really did. I, there was nothing in me that wanted them to go to hell, those ladies I was dealing with. I mean, I, I had compassion for them. I felt, you know, this lady's so self-deluded, and she really... Like, like if you had met her, you would probably think she might be a nice person. You know, but she was so self-deluded where she thought that God was telling her that abortions are, are good and they're okay. And they need to happen. Because we have too many people on the planet, evidently, and God's not big enough to take care of them all. It's basically what they're saying. So, bear in mind that... When you deal with evil. For me, it would be easier to deal with something just overtly evil. You know what I mean? Whereas you're dealing with like a group of a little bit older ladies that are, you know what I mean? It, it's, it's like easy to let your guard down, you know? Especially when you see them reeling and having no answer for what you're getting and just backpedaling and trying to get away from you, you know? So, bear in mind, you know, that enemies come in many, many forms and you can't let your guard down. Or you can, but, you know, stuff happens if you do. And, you know, I'm glad it happened to me because it was a reminder of, of oh, yeah, ah, okay. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Could have been a lot worse, I'm sure, had, had they, had they um, done to me what they wanted to do to me what they're probably thinking what was done to me you know but it was a good reminder for me okay let's go further now let's uh have you heard about the blood raves that are coming up here's a blood rave to douse people real blood real uh pig blood i think um in amsterdam with gallons of blood Here's a picture of a blood rave in the thing. The Netherlands will have its first ever, quote, blood rave, a dance party where dancers are sprayed with 5,000, not five, 5,000 liters of blood on a dance floor in Amsterdam on Halloween night. How much better can you get? How much more satanically evil could you get on Halloween night 
The event has been posted on Facebook, but with no specifics except for the date. October 31st so far. Well, it's the highest satanic holiday. It's where they believe the veil between the spirit worlds are at its thinnest. It's a, it's a required night of human sacrifice. Considered Satan's birthday, I guess. Something like that. A total of 728 guests have indicated that they are going. One of the organizers, who want to remain anonymous due to the nature of the event, told the AD that this will be the first blood party in the world, and its demand and the demand for it is high. The blood rave is based on the opening sequence of the 1998 vampire movie Blade. The opening shows a club full of dancing people suddenly sprayed with blood. I watched it and I'm like, ugh. It's nasty. Don't watch it. I'm not telling you to watch it. Not a good show. Okay. Basically, it's a club full of vampires and they spray them with blood and then they all shapeshift into what they are. Basically. And, and this guy, was it Wesley Snipes or something, goes and... You know, he kills them all because he's so righteous. And, you know, even though none of it has to do with um, his relationship with Jesus Christ, it's just because he's he's the avenger of, of, of evil, evidently. Anyway, the organizers want to use the same elements to create this scene. In fact, in real life, it is just more extreme, one said of the newspaper. In terms of attendees, they expect somewhat freaky people in terms of personality. Now... This whole study that I'm doing here is dedicated to the, the, the extreme evil that is here and that is coming. And the links to which they will go. And, and what is actually happening on the planet right now. And, and it's just... It's just beyond comprehension, really, what we're talking about here today. The next report is vampire goths and other witches and goths and satanic worshippers of Satan will be in a club in Amsterdam having a blood rave on Halloween night. So this is that, that Paul Begley guy. I'm not endorsing him, okay? I'm not endorsing Paul Begley. At least he doesn't have the crucifix up behind him anymore. At least I didn't see it lately. But I think he adds some things to this. So, I, and I can't stand when he goes, what? And all that. Oh, golly, I want to tear my hair out. Anyway, um, I don't understand why he thinks that's a, a good way to announce himself. But evidently he does. So I'm going to go ahead and play his little video here. Early this morning. So here it is. In Amsterdam, there's going to be a blood rave. That's going to be where a, a group of people at a club in Amsterdam, witches, warlocks, sorcerers, vampire cults, satanic occultists, are gathering in a club on Halloween, and they're going to be partying in there. But at the climax of the night, at the time, at the most darkest moment, the sprinkler systems will come on, and it won't be water that sprays on the people, but it will be blood, real blood. Now, we don't know if it's human blood. We don't know if it's goat's blood. We don't know if it's mixed somehow. Uh, but, I mean, literally, here's a, it's called a blood rave. 
and the, they'll be partying in there and dancing and music will be, and they will be literally worshiping the devil. I mean, this is vampire cults, gothics, witches from Wiccan and warlocks, sorcerers, uh, satanic followers, Luciferians. Uh, they will be all in there. And then this guaranteed the same crowd that we just talked about that that shows up at the abortion clinics to do the high sacrifices would 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 probably die to get into the blood rave. Blood will rain down, and it's real blood, folks. It's a blood rave. Are you serious? It's a blood rave. What? Now, I'm going to just say something real quickly here. This, Look, Lady Gaga. We I just can't stand that when he does that, but sorry. I already know. It's already been reported many times. Lady Gaga, before she goes on stage in any concert she performs, she takes a bath in a bathtub of blood. Now, everyone already knows that. It's been reported. Uh, that bathtub of blood, she... That's Lady Gaga. She bathes in blood before she goes on stage. Is that reported that she uses one quart of human blood and the rest of the tub is filled with goat's blood. Now, this is just the reports. Uh, Sounds like a good combo. Like the goat of Mendez befomment. I, I that, would, that would make total sense. Um, and she washes in the blood, which would then give her more satanic power, more... more where she could walk out on the stage and just perform unbelievably in the satanic ritual thing. It's not, she's not the first entertainer that does these kinds of things. Uh, Hollywood is full of it, literally, and, and so is uh, the, all the entire entertainment world. We know that the satanic worship at the, at the Super Bowl, halftime shows, the Grammys, we know what's going on now in these movies coming out that are just glorifying this witchcraft and sorcery and demonology and the darkness of the mind and, and the wickedness of the soul. And it's going on, folks. So you've got to understand that the satanic, the rise of the black awakening, it's because this is an antichrist spirit. I mean, Madonna is getting ready to do her a desecration of the bride and the arrival of the fallen angels tour. She calls it a rebel's heart tour. Uh, where Heidi has Rachel's heart prayer. Okay, now I just had a listener forward me this, and it was a calendar he made for, for this month. And um, um, Burning Man event, and I'm just going to go through this just so you're aware. Um, he says, pray, pray, have trust in Jesus Christ. Um, first, The first day, and this has already happened, um, Burning Man occultic event where they begin... They burn a live human effigy, uh, meaning that they say it's fake, just like they do at Bohemian Grove. Who knows? Um, that goes actually until tomorrow, 9-7, in Black Rock City, Nevada. Uh, sorry, I kind of I hadn't put out a whole lot on that one. Um, but um, they were having all kind of weird, excuse me, bugs and, and weird evil stuff show up you know in the desert and there normally there's no bugs there and that was the one guy that said he had went there before i guess before he was saved he said that was the one thing that was nice about the place is there were no bugs but there were all these nasty bugs and stuff really weird looking ones that were there i, I think at the start of it um this is also fema national preparedness month um let's see here um He's got a lot of stuff in here about the 
you know, the uh, last day of the Shemitah year, the 13th, and the Feast of Trumpets, and partial eclipse, and on the 13th, and um, on the 12th, Madonna's Rebel Heart Tour opens in D.C., Washington, D.C., which is, you know, the most satanic city in America with all the occult, with all of the evil things that go on there, obviously. Um, but that's where Madonna's Rebel Heart, Rebel Heart, okay, um, rebellion, the Bible says, is as the sin of witchcraft. Okay, so she's her heart is rebellious toward God, Madonna. She's openly stating that. Rebel Heart Tour opens in D.C. Theme is desecration of the bride and the arrival of fallen angels. Okay, now you have to understand, they vampirize the occultists, Satan, his minions, vampirize evil at these off evil at these events i've heard that any kind of major sporting event like pro football and probably college and, and all of the where you have all of these people giving energy to something that's not godly that they literally vampirize that energy but this is way more overt when you have something like madonna so that's that's the theme of her rebel heart tour the desecration of the bride and the arrival of fallen angels Okay, that's on the 12th, right before the uh, last day of the Shemitah year. And then you've got um, um, Year of Light begins on the 14th, which is something Freemasonic. The Jade Helm ends on the 15th. And then the 70th, 70th session of the UN General Council begins. Possible resolution to recognize Palestine, which would be the dividing of the land of Israel. Okay. And then you're going to see God's judgment. And then concert Madonna at Madison Square Garden. I guess it's the Rebel Heart Tour, but she's doing it that on the 16th. So she's going to, to New York City, which is where we're going to be talking about next. Um, and then uh, we go to um, the 21st UN International Day of Peace. Muslim Hajj to Mecca to begin. Oh boy, Islam. And then the 22nd. Ooh, day of Arafat is when Muslims wait for heaven to be opened. Now you just wonder who are they waiting for? Well, they're waiting for the arrival of their Antichrist, their 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 coming awaited savior, the thirteenth Imam or the Imam Mahdi, who's going to come with their version of Jesus. Okay, um, their false bad version, and there there may be who knows there may be what might happen on that day then on the 22nd the pope arrives in guess where washington dc okay so now we have washington dc again and um islamic day of arafat you know okay that's the 22nd and then the 23rd mayan calendar starts over oh my word completing 5126 days um, the 266 Pope meeting the president on the 266th day of the year, which is the, um, like we said before, 266 days is the um, length of time it, 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 that a baby is needed to form in the womb and, and to bring it to term. So again, what are they possibly birthing on that day? Um, let's see here. Um, Pope arrives at White House to meet Obama on the 23rd. Muslim Feast of Sacrifice, 
Um, this Day of Atonement, Final Jubilee, 70th Year of the Jubilee. There's all this stuff that's going on, all this. And I got into this in previous studies, but this is just a little bit of a, more of a synopsis here. Um, and then the 24th, we have possible CERN Collider will fire at full power um, between 923 and 924. Madonna Concert in Philadelphia. And then on the 24th, Pope addresses the joint session of Congress. First time ever in history. I, from what I've seen, all the indicators say that if something major cataclysmic is going to go down, it's going to go down by typically the 24th. Sometime on the 24th. Then 23rd is a likely day. 20. I'm not saying it is. I'm saying what all this other information said may happen. I don't ever date set. Okay. And then on the 25th, that was the, the end of the whole... I guess 500 days to avoid climate chaos, but that that politician guy in Europe said, I guess that ends on the 25th. Tomorrow World in Atlanta rave. Oh, I bet you they'd have a blood rave there if they could. That begins. My, my listener um, is trying to organize a prayer event down there. I've been keeping my listeners abreast of that progress via my newsletters. So check my email newsletters if you want to know more about that and i give you his contact information if you want to uh go down there uh tomorrow war which we've reported on many many times you don't know just just can tomorrow world or whatever and you'll you'll see the wicked evil evil concerts um pope gives a 6 p.m mass in madison square garden on the 25th again new york pope to address the un general assembly in new york city on the 25th um oh the un launches a this is from the 25th to 27th they launch a brand new universal agenda the 2030 agenda basically by the year 2030 we're good what their what their goal is is just to have us in a total new world order system defiling us from every angle we can be defiled taking away our property rights taking away gun rights uh basically turning us into into microchip nano nano robot injected cyborgian like dna defiled vessels of satan um 2030 just I, I think you can even key that in in the keyword search box uh at contendingfortruth.com i should have it in there um and then we have the feast of tabernacles Super Blood Moon on, I think, the 28th, and uh, 28th and 29th, okay, and then the Muslims have a prophecy, and I think this is relating to the Feast of Tabernacles on the 28th, 29th, the Muslims have a prophecy of old written by Ali bin Jabin, which says that just before the Mahdi, or the Muslim Messiah, the Imam Mahdi, or the 13th Imam, arrives, a tall black man will rise up to take command of the West. And he will command the most powerful army on earth. Sounds like Obama. Okay, maybe. Kind of, I don't know. I'm, I'm not really much for Obama and prophecy, but, you know, I'm not saying it couldn't happen. Many Muslims are expecting the Mahdi this month. Mahdi is the Antichrist. So we could be right on the cusp of, of this. Now, nothing could happen. I mean, granted, there are events that are going to be taking place. There, there, the, the, the dates and, and the UN meetings and, and the... Uh, the actual um, holidays, holy days, whatever that are taking place, the mature, the Madonna, the the Pope come, all of that's gonna happen. I mean, barring some whatever. But anyway, I wanted just to kind of give you a little bit of an update there on on that. Let's go ahead and just uh, continue with this.
Heidi has every Thursday night a show called Rachel's Heart. Madonna's going to go on tour called Rebel's Heart. But there's going to be a lot of Illuminati, a lot of satanic stuff. She hangs herself on a cross, mocking and blaspheming Jesus Christ, glorifying the Illuminati, satanic uh, rituals. Uh, all this is going to be going on, and she's got every city across the world. I mean, unbelievable sellout crowds uh, as she does this tour. So, and it's all about the blood, okay? The blood and the, and, the, and the spiritual wickedness. It's taking place, folks. We're in the last days. The Antichrist spirit is rising. Matter of fact, there's going to be... And regarding the blood, you remember that the, the Bible talks about, you know, in the, in the Old Testament, that you shall not drink or eat blood, and that is a perpetual covenant, meaning it will never change. Even in the New Testament, it says that, that we're not supposed to eat blood, okay? The life of the body is in the blood. We are not supposed to eat the blood, and that's why I recommend, you know, if you're having, like, red meat and stuff like that in particular, making sure you're preparing it properly, and you can even do a keyword search uh, for blood, contendingfortruth.com you should find the study actually the levitical key in levitical and you'll see the study i did on how to purge blood out of meat and and this is why you got to be careful of certain kinds of meat you know like sausages and things of that nature and undercooked meat and things like that because you know you might be getting blood in the meat and you want to really try to stay away from that you don't want to unknowingly bring a curse on yourself i don't recommend eating you know, this raw meat, physiologically, from a health standpoint, they say it's better or whatever to eat, like, really rare, but I don't care. I would rather obey God and, and eat um, cooked meat than, than eat something that has maybe supposedly, and that's a supposed, more whatever, uh, health benefits. So just bear that in mind as well. And if can Levitical and or blood... Because I've done studies on that before, and uh, contendingfortruth.com. A blood rave, also in San Miguel, uh, California, also going to take place, and they're actually going to do this, uh, and and as they do this one there, they're going to use it as part of an opening or a, a scene in a movie. Okay, so there's a lot going on here, very satanic. It's going to get worse. And the Bible tells us because iniquity abounds, the love of many is going to wax cold. This is why you see the violence accelerating around the world. The murders and the massacres, the wars, the rumors of wars. All of this is because of the spiritual wickedness taking place all around the world. So it's a blood rave. Where at? Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Halloween night. Hell itself will rain down. Are you saved? Give your life to Jesus Christ. He is coming soon. You can know this very soon. It's time to get saved. We're running out of time. Okay, and regardless of if you're post-trib, pre-trib, mid-trib, pre-wrap, whatever, on a timeline, regardless of what you believe regarding that, on a timeline, Jesus is coming back soon if you compare it to like the last 6,000 years. We're right on the cusp of that. We're right on the cusp of the Antichrist and false prophet coming to power. We're right on the cusp of the tribulation beginning. We're on the cusp of these events. And all of these wicked events that we're talking about are very important to Satan to bring the necessary wicked evil energy required to bring us into that.
phase of existence to bring us out of the old world order into the new world order. Just look at the back of the $1 bill. Novus order, uh, Anut Coeptus Novus Otis Secorum, which rims the, the um, above and below the pyramid, announcing the birth, Anut Coeptus uh, Novus Otis Secorum, of the new world order. Announcing the birth of the new world order. And the birth of it, if you look at the base of the pyramid, in Roman numerals, it says 1776. In Roman numerals. On a 13-based pyramid. Okay? On May 1st, 1776, Adam Weishaupt started the Illuminati. You, you, it's not this signing the Declaration of Independence. It's on May 1st, Beltane, probably the second highest satanic holiday. Adam Weishaupt started the Illuminati, and that was the birth of the new world order. And it has the uncompleted capstone, and what they're waiting for is Lucifer to come down, the Antichrist, the false prophet, which will complete the capstone. That's what they're waiting for. Okay, and again, I could do, I've done studies on the dollar bill, but you could probably key in dollar and find them. Um, but that's just one thing on the dollar bill. So that's all I have for part one, and we will go to part two next. God bless you. Scott Johnson's 1,000 plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H.com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2359 Highway 70, Southeast, number 321, Hickory, NC, 28602. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.